Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome back to The Quack Report. We're here with another episode. Normally when we're doing our live episodes, so if you are checking this out the next day and you're like, what? I thought they usually do this live. Uh, we're not today, just because there's a game on super late and we're we're old. We've got a... School's kicking our ass right now. Yeah. <laughs> we've got we got bedtimes. So yeah. we're recording it just before this game here so that we can uh, catch a little bit of it. But uh, Yeah, dead ass. I have like 12 things for school in the next, like by next Wednesday. Oh, God. Latest. And that as, in, as soon as you that, said 12 things, I like shuddered a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> that includes three exams, uh, two quizzes, and the rest are assignments. Yeah. Fun. Very like, fun. It's, I, you know, I love the profs that are like, you know what? I'll have everything finished. Like you, like, you don't have to actually write any final exams during exam time. Like, we'll just be done this. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But then it makes it really stressful when... Most of your profs do that, and mm-hmm. everything is just crunch time, right? So, yeah. like, I have one exam that's during the exam time, which, I mean, it is nice in a way, because then, you know... Done like, a little bit early, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, besides the one exam, I'm going to be done by December 8th. I'll have, like, a month off. It's great. But mm-hmm. <laughs> on the other hand, it's like, holy fuck, I am stressed right now. <laughs> yeah. There is no time for sleep. <laughs> yeah. It every, every, You just purely... This is some free advertising. Like you're purely run on Monster or something like that. Like just <laughs> Nate's trying to get out, out here trying to get a sponsorship. Yeah, so exactly. they just like send him 12 <laughs> packs every day. <laughs> Dude, I wish. That'd be great. <laughs> oh man. The thing is though, is like these like give me they give me like a tiny bit of a pick-me-up, but other than that, they don't really do shit all for me. Like just caffeine in general, I need a good amount of it. Like I think I figured out the one time that it was like it took like three large coffees at like from Tim's. In order to like just get me a little shaky, even like I Which just have a, not how it's supposed to be. No, but that. like I just have like a yeah, it's like a crazy tolerance. Apparently, like I took a like I I drove up to Calgary for uh, uh, the Flames and Pens on Monday, and I was feeling a little tired, and so um, like I grabbed like I, I knew I'd need one for the drive home at least, right? So I grabbed mm-hmm. an energy drink, but they had like a two for like a buy one get one whatever price kind of thing right uh so i grabbed the two and so i drank the one on the way up actually and drank the one on the way back and i still had to step out of my car to kind of wake myself up in the cold air i'm like geez why <laughs> Man, that's and like, i still went to bed when i got home and everything like that like fine so <laughs> it's it, it's a little like, scary <laughs> it is but like at the same time at least it's not like you know have a monster and you're just absolutely wired so and that i think that's part of the reason that i have to do like i guess i don't anymore just with the kind of mind it's a little bit much but like i used to like dry scoop my pre-workout Mm-hmm. And especially like with if like I prefer to actually work out before I eat, which probably isn't the best, depending on kind of what it you're depends. doing, right? Yeah. Um, but uh I, I just prefer to do that. I just don't I don't feel full bloated, kind of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so I'll yeah, I'll just like do it like that. But um yeah, you really start to feel it. <laughs> when when you have nothing in your system and you dry yeah. scoop it so like it it's because it's not mixed with the water or anything like that right it's just literally pure caffeine going into you it feels like ants are like under your skin and stuff like that and so like you got to start working out quickly once you do it because it does hit fast <laughs> otherwise you're gonna feel that so <laughs> oh, but man. yeah long story short it takes a it takes a lot of caffeine apparently to really get me going so 
Yeah, apparently. I, uh, I've taken a couple weeks off of coffee, um, like just recently, and I had, um, I got a large, like just the other day, just a large coffee from the, the, um, the coffee shop on campus. And yeah. I, I got it coffee before cup. class. I drank, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I drank half of it during class and by about halfway through class. So like 45 minutes, it was relatively slow. Yeah. And like, man, did it, it just like hit me like a freight train, <laughs> like with it being the first like hit of caffeine. Like, oh man. It, I was like sitting there. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die." I was like, "Do I tell? Do I like raise my hand and tell my prof to call 911? Like, what the fuck yeah, is going like, on? What's going on? Here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, or maybe I should just like run to the hospital. And then I I just like chugged water and like chilled out a little bit, and then I was good. But I was like, okay, that's <laughs> that was a lot. Let's uh, let's ease back into this a little bit. So okay, this is a hundred percent a local thing. There definitely needs to be some background to this if we go along with this for a quick second here. Mm-hmm. Can we just can we talk about urban market for a quick second? This is a yeah. very local thing. No, no, like, no, it's not. Absolutely not. It applies <laughs> to I think every university and college campus ever. But I mean, like this is horrible, dude. Like this is so mm-hmm. bad. So, for context, there's there's basically like a meme page for the. Man, okay, hopefully we don't get in trouble by the school. I mean, that would kind of suck considering how much money I've put into that place. <laughs> um, but. Uh, so at the U of L, the like on campus, it's not it's not the cafeteria, I guess, but like, I don't know what what would you even call it? No, I'd, I'd call it just a cafeteria. Yeah, kind yeah. of a cafeteria, I guess, but it's yeah. not like you know, like the one that's like has all the different places, right? Like it's all under mm-hmm. one thing. But yeah, it's called Urban Market, and especially lately, there have been a crap ton of memes coming out from like just about you know people's food specifically. Medium rare chicken that's been served. Oh, there. that's their that's their specialty. That's honestly. the specialty, and it's yeah. fucking horrendous. And I mean, what we've been going to that school now for seven years, and like yeah. it dates back at least to then. Like it's oh, yeah. been at least yeah, yeah. that long, and like from what I've seen, it's a, it's been about a decade. So we're like mm-hmm. a little bit before us, kind of thing. Potentially, that is horrible that it's taken that long. To yeah, so the end result basically was that a petition got made recently to like actually do something about their quality control and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so they've recently fired their executive chef here (laughs) and like are gonna have like Alberta Health Services and like people just basically making sure that everything is actually cooked. Like not even that. Yeah, like like I actually didn't hear about this at all. So oh yeah, yeah, the executive chef got fired the other day. Wow. Oh, okay, let, actually, here, let me pull it up because there was an email that went out. Let me let me find this here quickly for everybody. Yeah, like, I, and I know that this isn't a local thing either. I've seen like other people post like their cafeteria food, but like this has been so, so cons- yeah. like at least so. Oh cons- yeah, no, this has been awful. Right? Like yeah, we yeah. see, like we see it so much, unfortunately. Yeah, but if anyone um, else has uh has like pictures of awful food that they've been served by. It doesn't even have to be like a school cafeteria, just like any yeah. any like kind of shitty restaurant that's just served you yeah. like for example, medium rare chicken. <laughs> yeah. And like it was it didn't like it just no matter what kind of chicken product it was, if it was a chicken sandwich, like chicken strips, uh mm-hmm. like grilled, crispy, didn't matter, right? There was at least once a week there was something going out that was like medium rare chicken. It's like, dude, what? No. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, there's other issues with this on-campus establishment and whatnot as well, like their prices and whatnot. Uh, there's a one of our old profs, um, shout out to Benta here, had even put on her Facebook. It was like two, they looked bland, like chicken skewers. They were apparently teriyaki, but they did not look like they were seasoned or anything, like just plain chicken. Mm-hmm. At least they look cooked. Um, and like white rice. And she was like, this is cold. There's no seasoning or anything on it. Apparently, it's supposed to be uh, like teriyaki or whatever. And this cost me $15. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? It's rice. <laughs> yeah, like rice and a it's little bit of chicken. It's like, like cube chicken. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, okay, so I found the email. So uh, this was the district manager, I guess, for like the company that works within uh, Urban Market, like this uh, cafeteria area. Uh, hello, residents. In lieu of recent quality issues at Urban Market and following an on-site investigation, the ch- executive chef is no longer employed with Chartwells, and all associates are being retrained in food safety standards. The Compass Group Canada HSQA Director, uh, Health Safety, I'm assuming, and Alberta Health Services will be on-site this week. <laughs> Sincerely. I'm like, holy shit. But my favorite part, though, is in lieu of recent quality issues. Now, nah, this has been happening for 10 years, man. Like, I mean, 10 years <laughs> compared to how long has this university been around for? Like 60? Yeah, 50, I think it or 50, 50 or 60. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, 55, <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, recent kids in, in that, but like, it's yeah. not recent at all, dude. Like, that is horrible. Yeah. So, uh, all right. But, there's, there's your question of the week, Carter. Have you been served medium rare chicken at Urban Market at the University? Of oh Michigan? yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that's like that's so horrible. Yeah, I I wouldn't like, say medium rare. It, it's it was like the one where it had like a little bit of pink in the middle. So like you ate yeah. like you know halfway through, and then you're like, oh, there's like a little bit in there, and yeah. Then you you kind of pull it apart, and you realize the other end is like mostly fine. So yeah, like, well, I'm not gonna die. But yeah, yeah there was a picture that had went out recently, like. Okay, you know that I do like to eat my steak blue rare at times, right? Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't even medium rare chicken. This was blue rare chicken. Like just the outside seared and throw it on a throw it on a piece of bread. Yeah. Like, it was like it was horrible. So, but unfortunately, uh, you know, the meme pages for you let their, you know, they're they're obviously excited for everybody, right? To not hopefully have to eat medium rare chicken anymore. Have to risk food poisoning yeah, every exactly. day for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and especially too, because like in that part of campus, they just closed. Uh, the only other two food establishments in that area, right? So, like, you would literally have to walk across campus, which is honestly like a solid ten to fifteen minute walk potentially uphill. Um, yeah, uphill as well, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're not exaggerating that; it is straight up uphill. Um, mm-hmm. Just to get like another thing of food, like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's horrid. So, and like, yeah, I mean, hopefully those prices get brought down as well it's not one thing it was just like a tiny i don't even know what it was a tiny thing but because it had vegan written on it the thing was like 10 bucks yeah like it was like a <laughs> snack essentially i'm like what no yeah so insane. but yeah so as much as you know they're happy that you know their fellow students don't have to eat medium rare chicken anymore it's a little bit a bit of uh loss of content for them too right so yeah speaking but, of getting served up medium rare though uh ducks <laughs> beating uh, the Ottawa Senators for nothing. Just bending them over, giving it to them raw. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. <laughs> Nailed it. Let's go. Where's that drum fill right now? <laughs> Not the one I was talking about. No, I know. You, you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. 
I did it. I segued us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll keep it going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I just really, really wanted to talk about this game because Stellar's performance was amazing, having not played in weeks. I, I don't even know the last game was, he was in this I think it was season. three weeks they were saying on. I was listening to the radio broadcast because I was driving uh, to my girlfriend's place for American Thanksgiving, so... Um, yeah, I think they said it was three weeks on that broadcast. You, like that. Sorry, we've got to go back. Did you get served uh, any any medium rare turkey on Thanksgiving, or was it no? Fully no, my girlfriend's family is great with quality control. Luckily, <laughs> wow. Okay, that's good. So her family is so big, though, that like we had two massive turkeys. Oh, nice. Yeah, plus ham. Like it, dude. Oh, like, and a ham. Yeah, Whoa, and a ham. <laughs> and it was. Oh man. Okay. Her. Yeah, I think her oldest sister did the glaze on it. Oh. Perfect. Shout out Aurora for uh, the glaze on the on the hand there. That was so good. So nice. Um, anyways, I just wanted to wanted to bring that up again. But yeah, three weeks for Stellar playing in a game and he shuts out the yeah. sends. Sorry. Sorry, I was just gonna say there's also two <laughs> types of potatoes. Nice. Actually, no, sorry, three if you're cutting sweet potatoes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because there was mashed and scalloped as well. So yeah, like American Thanksgiving goes all out. <laughs> <laughs> Like they were, they were joking at first. So they're like, "Yeah, we're just doing a ham." And I'm like, "American Thanksgiving, not with like with no turkey." What? <laughs> I'm like, "This mm-hmm. is you're lying, you're lying." And they're like, "Yeah, we're lying." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead now. <laughs> okay, you were saying yes. Yeah, Stellars uh, hadn't played in three weeks. Hadn't played a yeah, game. It was something like that. It was like two and a half or three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and he just goes and I mean, it's the Sens. Like they're they're, they're a decent team, but. They, they just came off COVID protocols. Yeah. They ended up losing 7-5 to the Avalanche a couple of nights before. Um, uh, no, it wasn't Matt Murray in that. It was Forsberg was in yeah. that. So, I Which, mean... We'll get to we'll get to Murray yeah. here in a second. And I mean, I think Forsberg's a better goalie than than Murray, in, at least right now. Well, definitely right now. The numbers going I, into that game were actually worse. <laughs> I, no, but I... Well, yeah, but he, considering how many games he's played, too. Like it, it hasn't really been that many. He's had a few bad I'll games. Have to I don't know check. personally. Not, yeah. not saying numbers at all. I'm just saying like from the eye test and like yeah. the, the players I actually like. I like Forsberg better. Yeah, Sorry, or I I'm like gonna, Forsberg. So yeah. Sorry, I'm going to interject here for a quick second. By the time everybody listens to this, this is going to be old news, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ryan Getzlaff will miss tonight's game against the Vegas Golden Knights. He was uh, injured in last night's game. So mm-hmm. which again, we'll talk about that a little bit later yeah. as well. But um, but yeah, that's uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still thought Forsberg made some big saves. Um, it, it really looked just kind of like the team in front of him wasn't bailing him out. And and we scored some nice goals, too. Like, uh, I don't know. He, he still made some good saves. It could have been 6 or 7 nothing, honestly. But, um, but so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of like the, the biggest... It's a... I want to say goalie battle, but it's, it's really not. It, but it kind of had that feeling to it, you know? Like, it... Oh, yeah, sorry. You're talking in particular to this game. I thought you were talking about yeah, yeah. the Senators in general and all being a goalie battle. Right oh, now. no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, this game in particular, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, from what I was like able to gather, obviously, from listening to it, it's a little bit hard to harder to not, you know, be able to watch it kind of thing. And uh, But, you know, did my best and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it sounded like both goalies were playing great. And, yeah, kind of what you were saying as well, that, you know, just Forsberg wasn't getting the help in front and, yeah. That kind of thing, and the Ducks just kind of ran with it. So, especially in, uh, I believe it was that third period, they had two goals, if I'm not mistaken. I, just remembering yeah, that off the top of my head. I thought it was three, but it, you're right, it could be two. Let me take a look here. Um, uh, oh, it was the third. Yep. Yeah. Or, sorry, the second period. Yep. Derek Grant period, yep. and Troy Terry. 
uh, with Isaac right, Lundstrom right. in the first period, Ricard Raquel in the third. Good old Rick Rack Betty back. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a that was really fun. A fun game to watch. Um and you know, get scoring from kind of all across the lineup, power play, different guys scoring, like all that stuff. So it was it was very exciting. And yeah, obviously Steen Stellars is uh was good as well. Um I, I'm glad that they got him back into a game considering well, I guess tonight, um, when we're recording against Vegas, it's the second half of a back to back, and I believe next week we have a back to back on Monday and Tuesday as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think it's good to get him into one non back to back game first, and then we'll probably see him this week and next week as well. Well, I mean, he's playing against Vegas. Yeah, so. sorry, you just you brought up. Okay, all right, interesting, interesting. What? Sounds good. <laughs> I just kind of realized I'm like, oh yeah, it is like a back to back. Obviously, like. Yeah, the game was last night, and I'm like, okay, but Gibson started last night. Are they doing back-to-back gimmies? But no, they're going with Stellars against the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll see how yeah. that happens. So, so it's either it's either you're listening to this right now because the game's already obviously happened. This is the next mm-hmm. day that you're listening to this, and you're going, you know, no, no, this was a good thing. This was a good thing. Or you're going, yeah, that fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are the only two options, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, I, I got confidence in, in Stellar's, obviously. Oh, I think yeah. There's only, like, really the one game against Edmonton, and even then, you couldn't even fully blame that on him, I don't think. No. Um, but the rest of the games that he's played this year have been good games from him, so I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. too, too worried, at least. So. Yeah, he, he's honestly, like, the perfect backup. He Like we saw, he can sit for three weeks and come in and just, like, have a phenomenal game. So Yeah. What is it with the Pacific Division this year in backups? Because you got us with uh, Stellars. Mm-hmm. You got in Calgary with Dan Vladar, who's yeah. got like a 940-something in save percentage right now with two shutouts, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, hell, even in Edmonton, Stuart Skinner just kind of coming out of yeah, nowhere. he came out of nowhere, bit, right? Yeah. Like, if, if, I mean, if you're paying attention to hockey, like north of, north of the border, that sort of thing, like you you knew who this guy was, uh, Stuart Skinner. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, just... I don't think people were expecting quite this. So it's been, no, not it's all, been yeah. good. So, um, yeah, I mean, Vancouver, yeah. we can safely ignore, but, <laughs> well, Demko has, I, I guess who's Demko's not the backup. Though. Oh, it's, it's Halak. Yeah. No, sorry. I was, I was yeah. thinking goalies in general, but yeah. that's, can you blame that on goaltending though? That's like the one saving no, grace no, 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 that they no. have right <laughs> now. Can, the rest yeah. of the team is playing dog shit though. Like yeah. that is horrible. And I hope for Canucks fans, obviously that, uh, you guys are out of that situation very soon. Yeah, I know so. they're playing right now. I wonder how that game is going. I don't even know. <laughs> Do we, yeah, let's take a look. Let's take a look uh, at what the score is. Oh, they're actually winning. Uh, they're playing the Sens, but... Oh, yeah, yeah they played the Montreal Canadiens the other night as well, only winning mm-hmm. 2-1, and it was like, like, great, you got to win. Good for you, but like it was yeah. only 2-1 against the Sens. Yeah. So who also... We won't touch on this for very long, but they also just fired Mark Bergevin and others, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, um, yeah, that was a, a big yeah. Move, there's, so. there's a yeah, a lot of changeover. This whole this whole weekend has just been really interesting, like honestly. So yeah, if obviously like if if uh, I wasn't driving for like eight hours on the Sunday, we would have done an episode and talked about all this shit then. But yeah, um, a, lot, a lot's I, happened in the last few days. Yeah, no, definitely. The one thing too about the Habs firing Bergevin, they hired Jeff Gordon. I forget the position that they hired uh, him for. Executive vice president, I believe. That's okay. What it was. Yeah. There, there was talk. Well, they were talking on Thirty Two Thoughts afterwards that they were kind of speculating that oh he might go to um, Anaheim in the off season or and there and a couple other markets as like well. Bergevin, you're talking about? 
Mm-mm. No, uh, Jeff Gordon. Oh, I thought Gordon had signed like a long-term deal with Montreal. Yes, he did, but prior to that. Oh, prior was, to that. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I got yeah. I got mixed up there for a second. Gotcha. I'm going to listen back to this and be like, Nate, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's uh, okay. That's okay. Then again, I'm I used to it. it so. myself every hour. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I don't know much about him, but he, he's obviously been in the – I know he's been in the league for a yeah. while. And, um, yeah, if, if they were saying he might join the Ducks, then – yeah. That might not have been a bad thing, but obviously if, you don't get him now. Yeah, if you want a good idea of Jeff Gordon, look at the last, I think it's like five years of the New York Rangers. You got a pretty good idea of Jeff Gordon. Right oh, yeah. There, so, yeah. Yeah, and they, they've looked pretty good. So Yep. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that does mean Bergevin is available. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him coming to Anaheim. I do agree that the place he's probably going is Vancouver. So they're just mm-hmm. kind of bidding their time a little bit more, I think. Yeah. So, but we'll see what happens. Obviously, yeah. I, I so. do really like Mark Bergevin. I think he's very oh, yeah. good at building a team. It, I, I think it, it wouldn't be as fast of a rebuild as maybe Duck Ends would like. He very much likes to take his time, but in the end, it ends up being really, really useful. So, I wonder if he would come to Anaheim though, because like you said, it's you know it's a little bit of a longer rebuild. But mm-hmm. if you kind of look at it, how we're at least playing right now, we got to jump on it so there's not really a whole lot like there's still some things to fix obviously and some some growth to to happen but yeah we're not that far off as you would have maybe thought last year kind of thing right so it's mm-hmm. it seems that way yeah. right now we can no, look at absolutely. this at the end of the season and be like wow i was wrong on that yeah again <laughs> Nate, you're a fucking idiot but <laughs> so um but uh yeah i wonder if like that would kind of be enticing right of like you just have to do a little mm-hmm. bit of work and then you just got to maintain like a good team again, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, similar to kind of, I guess what he did in Montreal because he kind of inherited like, well, he inherited Price really. That that's really yeah. the only guy there, and then um, made a bunch of other moves like bringing Weber yeah. in. And, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did that, but like really, he built that whole team. He took the time to develop like, um, what's his name? Caulfield. Um, yeah, acquired Suzuki from. Uh, from Vegas, Vegas for Pacioretty, yeah, yeah. So like, kind of just those long-term deals that when you look at them, you're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But like, he made a lot end, of look at it. So yeah, he made a lot of big deals. Like you can find mm-hmm. at least one every year uh, for like the eight years that he was the the GM in Montreal. There, so there's at least yeah. one massive deal that he made mm-hmm. that's for the most part worked out for Montreal. So I think the yeah. biggest question mark one was, I mean, it could kind of be. Uh, tied if it was the carry price one like that massive signing that he did mm-hmm. uh because that didn't look good very early on um or the straight up one for one weber for suban one right and that didn't look good yeah. early on either because it was um you know suban helping nashville get to the stanley cup final that first year he was there so mm-hmm. but. yeah and then he fell off a fucking cliff like i <laughs> The only time I hear about Subban now is like when he slew foots somebody in the corner. Yeah, or he puts which out seems a, to happen every few weeks. Or but. he puts out an exclusive <laughs> shoe with Adidas. So, yeah, I don't even follow Adidas or the shoe market, <laughs> so I don't even hear then. But, um, oh. but yeah, Weber obviously really panned out for them. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, even if you know, last year was the last year for him, right? Which, yeah, I wouldn't blame the guy for retiring. Honestly, like the guy's banged up so much and that's what happens obviously when you play that type of style that's not me mm-hmm. saying he should have been playing a different type of style don't take no, no. me wrong on that it was fun as yeah. hell to watch uh, to watch uh, Jay Weber mm-hmm. it was, I mean 
I was about to say PK Subban. It's been yeah. fun to watch him as well, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it it definitely takes a toll on your body, obviously. So it's and mm-hmm. that's honestly kind of one of the reasons that I'm even surprised that Ryan Getzlaff came back this year. I thought he might have just rode off into the sunset, honestly. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. he's looked a little rejuvenated. Obviously, not right now, being out with the uh, LVI. But yeah, um, we don't know how long that's going to be or what it is or anything like that just yet uh, mm-hmm. at the time of this recording. But yeah, uh, where did I hear this? Uh, I don't remember where it was, but um, it was an interview with Getzlaff where he said um, when he was like considering coming back or not this offseason, he uh, he kind of looked at Jason Spezza's game and like how he kind of adapted Ooh, to play when he was okay, like yeah. older. Um, and I guess Spezza changed his stick like a couple of years back um, as well. And Getzlaff did that this offseason. I think it was to, for like a, a more flexible stick so that he could yeah. get like a wrist shot off a little quicker or you know line up for some one timers and apparently it's worked out because he's looked really good but there yeah. was he, he kind of modeled his um his new game we'll call it after like the jason spets of the last couple of years so yeah that's been a few things with uh you know the for lack of a better term older generation the nhl right they mm. have had to adapt their game because the game as a whole has changed yeah, the biggest proponent right now of that, though, I think, is Alexander Ovechkin. He's been oh, going yeah. off, and I believe at the time of this recording, um, if you look at like where he's shot from and everything like that, there's only one of his goals that's been from the OV spot, right? Yeah, which is nuts. Like yeah. the guy's playing like he's his, like he's in his mid twenties kind of thing. Like it's it's ridiculous right now. So mm-hmm. I really want him to beat Gretzky's record. I'm, I'm just throwing. Oh yeah, there. I want to see it happen. I think we're going to see it happen a lot the, sooner than we thought. There, like, I was thinking like, oh, person. maybe like, I was thinking like, okay, like the fifth year of that five year contract he just signed, and now it's like, yeah, it might even be next year if like if he just <laughs> goes off because like yeah, like I believe as of like it was yesterday or something like that. Um, the guy was on pace for 71 goals i think it was this year mm-hmm. like what the fuck at yeah. 36 okay sure could you imagine like, dude even if he puts up 60 goals this year that's an insane not, even 50 would be an insane number not, for him at this age like if you if you were to tell me that alex ovechkin would score 50 goals at 36 like before this season even i'd have been like eh, maybe not 50 yeah like 35 40 you could definitely do it mm-hmm. but 50 plus that he's on pace for like like 71 obviously like is the is the pace right now but like i'd have been like no like that that doesn't happen especially yeah. at that age with yeah. again going back even to the way he plays right like mm-hmm. that doesn't happen what the hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's been yeah it's been it's it's been an entertaining year in the nhl that's for sure so far yeah i guess we yeah. are past the quarter mark now so yeah you can Kind of mm-hmm. like look back on some of this and say like some of it might actually be sustainable. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and that that OV goals uh, projection or pace is yeah. definitely I think sustainable. So yeah, I think it's like a hundred and thirty some points is like what he's projected for as well. Like yeah, that was, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean I guess you do have to pace that for eighty one games, not eighty two games, because you know he's gonna. Oh yeah, he's gonna be skipping the All Star break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder though with it being in Vegas if maybe he'll go. I don't right? know if I was. I mean, I I am kind of a betting man, but <laughs> if you could put money on whether or not Ovechkin goes to the All Star yeah. game or not, I would put it on no. There's, oh yeah, I don't. Think he, he loves he will. that break. Yeah, I don't think he will. I just kind of wonder though, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
I guess it all depends with COVID rules and stuff like that too. Just with like trying to go to the Olympics and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I believe it's January 10th. So we have just over a month um, for the NHL to back out if they feel they need to without any financial uh, penalty, essentially yeah. of the Olympics, which I really hope they don't. Yeah. The NHL did put out a, uh, a thing the other day though, to teams of like, these are kind of some restrictions we're imposing basically to allow you to go to the Olympics. Right. So mm-hmm. like holiday stuff is kind of limited and whatnot for them. But yeah, um, I feel like for like the, especially the players, obviously that are projected or who are trying to get to the Olympics, they'll be better with doing it. Right. Cause yeah, they're, they're already willing to take the risk to go to China. Right. And play, mm-hmm play for their countries right so yeah yeah with how huge of an opportunity that is like for a lot of these guys it might be their one and only opportunity yeah so with the last one being eight years ago like the last chance right so yeah yeah exactly and like a lot of the guys that are entering their prime now weren't able to go eight years ago and who knows if they're going to be able to go yeah in four years right so yeah uh, and yeah like with the 2018 olympics not having nhl participation I forget what show this was brought up on, and I kind of wondered about it too. Was that maybe the missed? Was that the missed chance for Steven Stamkos? I I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I could see them. I I could see him maybe making it this year. It would be tough. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I he's know. made the teams of the past though, but he's never been in the lineup or that kind of thing. He's always been that uh, that spare, right? So yeah, it's. It's one thing to make the team. It's it's another to be on the team, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, but, gee, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's okay. We uh we have one more game to talk about, but I realized that we're a lot later into this episode than I initially <laughs> thought. So, um, let's take a quick break here, and then we'll talk about the uh, Ducks' a little bit more recent win against the uh, rival LA Kings on the other side. Yeah. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. And with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on all of the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Assertions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, uh, let's talk about the 5-4 shootout win against the LA Kings here. Uh, All right. Because that was, it was kind of an exciting game, but also kind of not an exciting game. scary for that first period. (laughs) It was a good rivalry game, that's for sure. Yeah. 
one hundred percent. Yeah, it definitely yeah. was. But yeah, that first period did not look good for the Ducks. Like that no. looked that kind of scared me again. That looked like the Ducks of last year, mm-hmm. with just like you know not a whole lot of shot chances, just being completely outrun after the first five minutes. Yeah, and even that third period was a little scary as well because we got a decent at, lead. at the end. Yeah, yeah, got a decent lead and came back. So. But, goal lead, most dangerous lead in hockey. You know? Yeah, I was just a little con- like conflicted. Do you do you blame that on Gibson or do you blame that on the team in front of him, kind of giving up a bit, thinking that they had it? Um, or I think a bit of both. To, I think you have to do a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. because you could definitely see the team sitting back a little bit, which is nothing new. They've been doing that for a while. Um, yeah. and I, I don't know. I think, you know what. I, I can't. Re- you can't really blame Gibson on on those goals. Thinking back on it, because two of them were tips, and one of them was um, him making the first shot. And then there was two guys in front, or two kings in in front of him that banged home the rebound, and only one duck that didn't get them out of there. So I have a tough time blaming Gibson on that one, and I, yeah. I want to blame the team more so, but. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I literally just can't think of how you could blame Gibson on that. Besides being like, why didn't you just make a spectacular save of the year, candy yeah. <laughs> type of save? Like, which isn't yeah, fair. fair enough. Yeah, that's so, fair. I, I don't know. What do you think? Definitely wasn't the Gibson we're used to seeing in that last little bit. I think no, he might have slacked a little. Like he might have slacked a little bit also. So I'd say it's a bit more of both. Mm-hmm. We, the thing is, when Gibson slacks off, he's just like a slightly above average goaltender. Instead yeah, of he's, just, he's just average kind of thing, right? Yeah. But if you if you have an average goaltender with a not great front presence, it's not going to end well for you kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, you know, it's tough. I, I really don't know what to say, but... It's easy to blame the the whole team, so that's what I'm. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but obviously we did end up getting the win. Um, obviously, you hate giving up the loser point to a a division rival and b just your rival in general, right? But it is exciting, yeah. and yeah, I, I don't know. We still got the extra point, so yeah, that's fair. Really yeah, matter, yeah, we but. yeah, and we you know we we wanted in the shootout there, right? So, yeah, mm-hmm. we, we still came away with the two points, but we gave the Kings a point, which is a little disappointing, but... Yeah, there were some filthy moves in the shootout on both sides. Oh, yeah, honestly. there were. Oh, man, that was nice to see. Yeah, but, and can we just talk about Shattenkirk being like, everybody get on my back, I got this shit? Yeah. Both for, like, the goal that he had earlier in the game, along with the shootout. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't Man, worry, boys. This, I got this. The second Shat- line defenseman or third line defenseman, depending on the night. Yeah, like, don't worry, guys. I got this. Like, <laughs> yeah, elite sniper Kevin Shattenkirk. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, exactly. Put that Tre- guy on yeah, the wings, Trev. Like, t- uh, Troy, you guys could just sit down for a moment. Get off. You're already in the locker room anyway. It's fine. I got this shit. <laughs> yeah, like like both of his goals were sniped from like the the circles. Yeah, that first <laughs> that like goal in regulation there. I was like, sorry, that was Shattenkirk. Yeah, <laughs> like where did that come from? Why yeah, right? can we have that more, please? Yeah, <laughs> like, but I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not complaining at all. And yeah, <laughs> you're saying can we have that more? Like I think we are seeing that more. Like he's yeah. How many okay goals does he have this season? 
Uh, He's got to be at close to 10 now. Uh, right? Right? Gotta be like, gotta be like right up on my iPad because I don't have my glasses on. I can't see shit. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be honest with everybody here. I yeah. uh, they they are in my car. I'm just too lazy to run outside. Right yeah, now. he has five goals. Yeah, so five far, goals so. and eleven assists right now for sixteen yeah. points in twenty three games. Not bad. <laughs> no, not at all. Can, like, what did he have last season? It last season definitely had, wasn't that. Uh, oh, he's already beat his points for the year. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> last year. What, what did he have, like uh, 16 he, points? Uh, he had 15. He had two goals and 13 assists in 55 yeah. games. Right now he has 16 points in 23. Yeah, so like... And even the season before, like he's... I, it looks like he's on pace to even beat last year, potentially. Or uh, Sorry, two seasons ago uh, when he was with the... Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning in 70 games, he had eight goals, 26 assists for 34 points. Mm-hmm. Like he's on, yeah. like he's on base to beat it. I think he was easily. <laughs> I think he was playing on that second power play unit in Tampa as well. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So obviously a bit of a boost there, and, and I mean he's playing on our second power play unit too. But that's they're not comparable. So <laughs> no, that's yeah, very much not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least not yet. Not yet. Yeah, but not yet. But yeah. Um, no, that was great to see. I, I loved that. That was a very fun game, um, for sure. Yeah, the young guys scoring, Shattenkirk getting in and on it and having some fun as well. So obviously sucked to see Getzlaff go down, though. Um, yeah. Apparently, I, from what I, I'm not still not entirely sure what it is. It sounds like an ankle injury. Uh, I'm heard, not but. sure. Let me see if there was a, something that got posted on Twitter here. Um... Oh, okay. Good that I saw that. Um, come on, yeah. get the updates with the Ducks tweet. What the hell? There it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. There's uh, like there's hasn't been much, so I'd be very surprised if you found anything. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anything right now. Just yeah. it was just like with the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um. The captain's out tonight. Lower body here, so we fly with. Yeah. So, so. hopefully, nothing too serious for yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, quick bit of news as well that the Ducks have recalled Buddy Robinson from the San Diego Gulls. Oh, I forgot we have him. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, gonna be that's a big body dude who does have some speed to him. Don't get me wrong. He's not just yeah. a big body. Like he, he can't contribute. He just doesn't get much of a chance to, I guess kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah but yeah yeah um anything else really to say about this game against the kings nothing really okay uh let's quickly talk about some uh preliminary world junior rosters because those are coming up and Slick. really just i'm excited at the end of this month dude we got like three weeks till world juniors the fuck is this year gone yeah we right? were it felt, it felt like two months ago we were just talking about Trevor Zegers lighting it up with Team USA for a gold medal. Yeah, right? <laughs> and we're already here again. What? Yeah. Do, do the what? World Juniors actually start um, at Christmas time this year? Uh, that I don't know, actually. I, I would assume so. I've, I don't know why they would start at any other time. That's when they always do. But um... Oh, Dude, I forgot it's in Edmonton too. Edmonton. Yeah, I was gonna say, how did we not grab tickets for any of these games? Oh, dude, it's sold out so fast. 
Oh, yeah. But, well, I guess, yeah, this, this was supposed to be last year too, right? So yeah, those, yeah, exactly. those people still get it. Yeah. I'd be curious to see what like the resale value on some of these games are. Like even just like oh, the it's gonna be ones of like Austria and Switzerland or something like that. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, no, it and on December yeah, so boxing Day, usual, and yeah. ends on the fifth. Sweet. So yeah, that's normal. Yeah, very excited. Uh, this is one of my favorite oh, tournaments yeah. to watch. Yeah, this so is like, good. This is like the one time a year where I'm like, there's nothing that can prevent me from watching hockey right now. Yeah, it's it's this <laughs> time of year and like Stanley Cup final seven. Dude, we are we are gonna be spoiled over the next three months. Yeah, like you have NHL hockey, obviously. Mm-hmm. You have the World Juniors. We're gonna have the All Star Game, and hopefully, knock on wood, NHL participation at the Olympics. Yeah, that's just December, January, February. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm excited, man. Yeah, and then a few months later, we got like Stanley Cup playoffs again. Like, yeah, it's gonna During be awesome. Its normal time again. Mm-hmm. So throw Hell the TV yeah. outside on the deck. Yeah, watch some playoff hockey. Hopefully, the Ducks are in it. That'd be Hopefully, nice. it, it's so. looking like they're gonna be in the mix, anyways, which is good. It so. is past American Thanksgiving and. Let me take a look at the standings. Yeah. Are here. we still third? Third. Nice. Uh, let's let's hope. That's good. Yeah. I mean, we got San Jose right on our tail here. Um, one game back with an extra loss, but we have the two overtime points as well. So. Oh yes. Two, those loser we're, points. We're two, yeah, we're two points ahead, but with the extra game played. So. Okay. Yeah. No, it's going to be close, and it, it looks like there still could be a chance of the wild card. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But yeah, World Juniors, going back to that. Um, Canada and USA both released their rosters recently here. So Go Canada. I'm sorry. If you listen to this podcast yeah. long enough, you know we're Canadian. Go yeah. Canada. Yeah, exactly. Right here. I want redemption yeah. for it's, last it's year. It's right here. Yeah. <laughs> I want redemption for last year. Absolutely. But um, looks like we got to have a pretty good chance with Mason McTavish being named to the preliminary roster, and I'd be very yes. surprised if he doesn't make it. And Olin Zellweger. I want to throw him out there too. Yeah, which for those of you that don't remember, our second round pick from this last year. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's gonna be good. There's some good names on the uh, on the roster as well. Cole Perfetti. um, Yeah. If the Jets let him go, Connor Bedard, who's supposed to be the big name in a couple of years. Um, Shane Wright as well. Next year's first. Oh my god. Who's the uh, Sebastian Cosa? Is that the goaltender's name? I've got it. Yeah. Yeah. Drafted by Detroit. He. I think he played last tournament and i remember him being good yeah uh, maybe i've seen him somewhere else i don't remember but there was a couple other names i wanted to say oh caden Gooley as well um, yep. owen power that's the other one yes yeah. as well as various other junior names so um that i recognize a few but they're yeah. super common so with, yeah with that's, canada, that's gonna with be canada it's always it's the it's the mentality but legitimateness as well of them against the world Mm-hmm. Right, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, yeah, for that. We'll, we'll see if they just and, get in their own way again, kind of thing. And they they had it rough last year with uh, losing uh, Kirby Doc as well mm-hmm. in uh, the the exhibition games and whatnot. So yeah, but yeah, I I fully expect McTavish to pop off because he got the taste of the NHL and knows what it takes. And he's gonna, you yeah. know, he's gonna play hard after that. Now he went back to the OHL and got a hat trick with the Peets, like just a couple games in. Or was it love his it. first game back? Lo- I think it is his first or second. Yeah, yeah, I love it, love it. Yeah. So and now he's gonna go into the World Juniors and just 
fucking light it yep. up. I just know it. I can feel it. <laughs> He's going to line up against some Swiss center and be like, yo, you want to see something I learned in the NHL? A place you'll never be? <laughs> Man, I hope so. Oh, that reminds me. Um, we gotta, I was going to say, we got to bring back the clips of the coach from a couple of years ago. Those were oh, that was so, hilarious. That was so good, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they have like, was it like 12 first round picks and the rest are all in the second? We got one guy in the third round. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's good. That's all, that was a very old what's quacking. Yeah, so, that was. Yeah, so, um, we got to bring that back though. That's, that's yeah, just, it's always funny. Uh, throwing it back to a more recent what's quacking though, um, where we showed the clip of Zegris, uh, where he bet Drysaddle hundred dollars on the faceoff. <laughs> um, there was an interview with Drysaddle a few days ago, and apparently Zegris did actually send him the hundred bucks. So <laughs> that's a uh, that's, that's good. awesome. At least he pays up. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, where were we? Oh yeah, Team USA. We've got a couple guys on there as well. A couple Anaheim draft picks. Um, the big name, obviously, Ian Moore, the twenty twenty third round pick. Yeah, going to play for Team that's USA. Like that, that, wait, that that's the first. That's the guy you're leading this with. What? Well, you got a problem with Ian Moore? No, I don't have a problem with <laughs> Ian Moore. But you're really going to lead it off with Ian Moore and not Sasha Pasajov? Yeah, it's subverting expectations, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's I'm how you pulling, do comedy. I'm pulling up his stats right now because he is lighting it up right now with uh, the Guelph Storm and the <laughs> OHL. J.K. Simmons thought I was funny. Oh, <laughs> quick sidetrack. Did you get tickets for No Way Home? No, I didn't bother. You should maybe check. No, I, I guarantee they're probably sold out, but I, I didn't want to bother, you know, waiting on for a crashed website to figure it shit out. So. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm pulling up two separate things at the same time. Actually, I'm gonna pull up Sasha Passageoff's stats right now, and I'm gonna see if there's any showings right now at the uh, or any uh, any seats for the showing that I'm going to here. Let's okay. take a look. Um, but yeah, Sasha Pastorjov, obviously the big name for the uh, Team USA, getting named there. Uh, he's been lighting it up with the Guelph Storm. We, we looked before like 32 points in 20 some games this season. Like it's, he's having a good season. So very excited to watch McTavish, McTavish and Pastorjov and probably Zellweger and more as yeah. well. But that's so, good. Yeah. So currently in 21 games, he's got 18 goals, 14 assists for 32 points. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's insane. He's, yeah. It's been so good. Oh, and also. There are tickets available for the showing that I'm going to, which oh, is sick. the Thursday night premiere at 10 p.m. So, okay, sick. There are, will, there are tickets available. <laughs> I will. I will literally buy those as soon as we're done this podcast. Sweet. So, yeah, like the only like I normally would do like the Friday, like the actual opening day. Mm-hmm. But one, this is going to be a massive movie, right? Very quick. What's quacking here? I guess, or no, sorry, quack report. Yeah. Uh, this is a massive movie. I don't want to get spoiled for it yeah. at all. I already had one friend who's like, yeah, I got like the six o'clock showing. And I, he, so, okay, so he's a huge Haley Seinfeld fan uh, who's uh, playing Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series that's going on right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, that's his celebrity crush. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, it was James uh, Johnson from uh, the Barnum oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a massive fan of Haley uh, Steinfeld there. Um, as a celebrity crash, and I straight up said, it, it, "Yeah." So he got he got the six p.m. tickets. I got the ten p.m. tickets. I'm like James. If you spoil any of this, I will make sure you never have a chance with Haley. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So. That's crazy that they're doing a 6 o'clock one. Like, I get why they do 10 o'clock here, because yeah. then it's, like, midnight on the East Coast, which is, like, kind of the release. But I feel yeah. like they just keep slowly moving back times. Like, eventually it's like, this movie comes out officially on the Friday. But yeah. for, like, the super-duper fans that, like, you can get this massive bag of popcorn and watch it on the Monday night yeah. or whatever. Like, Well, and even then, though, like... I, I gotta be careful on social media the day before because it's it comes out on the like the Wednesday in the UK. Oh yeah. Like that's just like its normal date that it's coming out. So mm-hmm. gotta be a little bit careful on uh, the good old interwebs. Um but yeah, the second reason was also I'm going to the Roughnecks home opener on the seventeenth. So oh, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'll just look for tickets for the Thursday then. Might as well. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited for for that movie as well. I got so many different theories. But again, you haven't watched the trailers of that, so I can't talk to you about it here. But if you'd like to see some Spider-Man stuff, uh, just theories, talk about that kind of stuff, you can uh, shoot. Mm -hmm. uh, You can send it my way at Tate Noms on Twitter. Yeah. You know, we should do um, like the week before or sometime before this movie comes out. We should do like an unplugged and I'll just like, fuck off for half an hour or however long it takes you to yeah. talk. You can bring on um, I, I know uh, Richie from the, the Sporty Show is uh, big into the Marvel movies so you yeah. can bring him on. Yeah, I won't be upset. Uh, no hard feelings. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was actually going to say because the, the idea I had that when you started to bring this up mm-hmm. was we do a episode where we touch on the Sam Raimi trilogy and mm-hmm. then we do an episode where we touch on the Mark Webb trilogy. Oh yeah, we could do that too. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, because I got to rewatch those movies anyway. Because as much as they're not being shown in promotional material, you know that Toby and Andrew are back. Just give well, them yeah, to me already. To <laughs> just give them to me already. <laughs> I had one friend who piped up in the in a group chat of them, and I just saw it on my phone. He's like, "Okay, just hear me out for a second. It's not going to be normal, Toby. It's going to be the symbiote version." And I'm like, "That's kind of cool, actually." <laughs> That'd be kind of dope. With like the swoopy hair and he walks in and just does the hair flip. and Yeah. yeah. And then I they're all so. going to go get black suits, like tuxedos, not black Spider-Man costumes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all going to do a dance together. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be great. So. Um, anyways. <laughs> tying it back. Uh, I don't really have anything else hockey-wise to say. Do you have anything else hockey-wise that you want to say? Uh, no. There's There's one more quick thing here. This I don't want to dive in too much. I just want to okay. prove something here. All right. Okay. Sure. Carter, who's a player that since 2016 I have said is overrated, was a contributor at least to the Stanley Cups that he won, but was not the main factor. There was somebody else as well. Mm-hmm. A few, be- a few other people, uh, who was just, you know, we we talked earlier about an average goaltender behind a, well, well, in this case, a average goaltender behind a good team. Uh, who, yeah, I just said it's ever since he kind of was given the reins, has not lived up to the hype. Just and I don't think will. Who is that guy? Who is that goaltender? Um. I'm between two guys right, right now. The first guy I'm thinking, because um, you said Stanley Cup champion, playing behind a really solid team, and it was really yep. only average at best. First guy I'm thinking, Andre Vasilevsky. 
Second guy no, I'm thinking. Oh, okay, that's oh no no. And then the second okay. guy I'm thinking is <laughs> um recently traded and also has cups, obviously, and just got put on waivers. And I feel like it's that one. So I'm gonna go with who is Matt Murray. I just want to say that I was fucking right, and I've been proven every single year about this guy. Just gonna throw it out there. That's all I wanted to say. I just just wanted to say that I have been on, and yeah, Carter will attest to this. I have been on that track since yeah. that first Stanley Cup uh, that he got in 2016 as the rookie. That he's just he's he's an average goalie at best that was just behind a good team. Yeah, no, you're he's not anything that. special. So I, I was joking, by the way, when I said Andre Vasilevsky. I, was about, it, so. I, was, I thought you were like actually kind of like I thought you actually had that in your mind, kind of no. thing. Like, <laughs> like you knew who I was talking about, obviously, but just like that mentality of it. I was gonna be like, dude, you're gonna have a lot of people pissed at you for a second yeah. here, <laughs> dude. Zero people with at least one brain cell have that opinion. If you have that opinion, you yeah, you there's like, no that is a very good there. goalie behind a very good team. Oh yes, exactly. That's why it's yeah. practically unstoppable. So, yeah, for now at least. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanted to say that I was right about Matt Murray. The guy's currently on waivers playing with the Belleville Senators. So, yeah. <laughs> and with that, I, um, I don't. I don't say it yeah. often. I just like to say. I just wanted to say that I was right, or have at least been proven right so far. So. so. So far, so far. Yeah. you you know it's bad when Anton Forsberg has worse numbers than you, and the coaching staff straight up tells you that, that we need a guy who will get us some wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy that they go with. Yeah. Nothing on Anton Forsberg because he's kind of in the same situation, right? Of like, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's just behind a rough Senators team right now. But you know, the, yeah, you, you know, you're rough when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. and I mean, it's not much better numbers, but still. Yeah, no, and, and it's a yeah. smaller sample size too. But yeah, um, so. but yeah, with that, um, we got a quick what's quacking. Yeah, and uh, I guess we'll talk upcoming games as well. Um, but we'll throw out to break here first, and see you guys on the other side. Yeah. Hi. In case you're not from Brazil, where we are now very famous, allow us to introduce ourselves. We're Cam. An all Canada division that is Canada. <laughs> the all Canada. <laughs> Chris, you trade those two guys for a clone machine and you clone Trent Frederick and you have a whole fourth line of Trent Fredericks and Drew. Didn't they? Didn't he drop a not not like actually take a but the guy said our podcast kind of definitely started out as a joke and we've decided to keep it that way. But that's why we surround ourselves with smart people who really know what they're talking about. Game and a half that she played. She looked so dominant and just such a good a good spot on this team and uh he'll take off in terms of being more active in the mm-hmm. zone and, and you know be more active in the transition game because there is so much involved with technical development and physical development and injuries that can really impact it so so tune in the bruise and bruise podcast, podcast in the hockey podcast network presented by bruins diehard Those guys are so funny. They are. I know. I said they are a good. Time, listen, even if you're them. not a Bruins fan, like I'm definitely not. They are a good time. Yeah, for sure. Um, back to hockey talk. We took a pretty big detour there. <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
really just one upcoming game before the next episode here. Uh, Friday against uh, the visiting Calgary Flames. That game is 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, I, I, I put this in here. I don't know why. One day we're going to Washington, 4 p.m. start, uh, local time, yep. Pacific time. So, um, But we'll, we'll kind of mostly touch on the Calgary one. Uh, division matchup for... Is Calgary first or second in the division? Because I know it keeps going uh, Calgary back is sitting first right now, I believe. Are they? Yes, they are sitting first. Oh, yes. 31 points in 22 games. Yeah. yeah. And then Edmonton, 30 points, 20 games. And then Anaheim, 27 and 23. So, yeah, transfer Edmonton to close... Or Anaheim, sorry. I was looking at Edmonton when I said that. <laughs> for Anaheim to close the gap a little bit on Calgary there. Or for Calgary to potentially widen their gap widen on gap. Uh, yeah. Anaheim there. So, very important divisional game. Um Trying to look at this from a totally unbiased perspective because <laughs> everyone knows how much I hate Calgary here. I, I'm trying I'm to look at it because I'm a fan of both ge- of both teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I'm scared for this game against Calgary because <sighs> their goaltending has been phenomenal so far between Markstrom and Vladar. So yes, you're correct. What I'm looking at purely is just the team overall, their record, specifically on the road. Anaheim at home, eight four and one. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Calgary on the road, nine, two, and two. Ooh. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be very interesting. Yeah. The uh I honestly don't know how this game is gonna go. I, I it literally really, it really no could go either way, but I yeah. not to be the pessimist or anything like that on the Anaheim side, but I don't there's a reason right now that reporters are have like straight up said if your team is playing the Calgary Flames like on this night kind of thing go find something else to do yeah <laughs> like there's a reason that they are saying that and that's because this team is dominating right now like they like I said I was at the game against Pittsburgh on Monday they yeah they dominated that game I was keep, I was keeping an eye even on like the deserval meter throughout and I'm like mm-hmm. okay it's gotta be like around this and it was even higher than that like a good part of it, even at one nothing, was like over eighty percent in favor for the Flames. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, Tristan Jari was lights out though for the Penguins. It was some of the saves that he made was were just unbelievable. Yeah, because it was still a pretty but, close game, was it not? Yeah, it went to a. I think it went to like the sixth round of the shootout with uh, Michael Backlund scoring. Yeah. Wild. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like this will. This will be a tough match for mm. the for the Ducks. As much as there's only like two spots between them, this is going to be a tough matchup. Yeah, for sure. The it, it is a, the second half of a back to back. They are in the the Flames are in LA beforehand. I I've always kind of been under the impression that the second half of a back to back is um, you you're at a disadvantage when you're doing that. But I honestly don't think I believe that anymore. I think and I, there's even stats I've seen to prove that that. On the second half of a back-to-back, teams tend to do better. Yeah, it's it's wild. I I don't really understand why. Maybe you're just like in the groove of it from last night. You're switching up the goaltender, so you like you play a different way. I, I really don't know what it is, but yeah, um, I I think it kind of depends as well on how much travel you have. It'll be a little bit different for Calgary because it's just uh, hop, skip, and a jump from LA yeah. to Anaheim, right? Exactly. But if you have Hell, like even a Toronto to Montreal or something like that, which the Flames had earlier in November there, mm-hmm. was not great for them. Like they did better in the second game, but they still lost in overtime. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because it was a for the Flames at least it was a four two loss to the Montreal Canadiens, and then a two one overtime loss to Toronto. I'm just taking a look at their back to back records. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the one before that was the Rangers, and then the the Devils uh, wins in both. And is that? Oh, that's preseason. Okay, I was like, did they have a, have a fucking back to back like right to start the season? Because <laughs> I just saw like Edmonton being the first game and then Vancouver, but yeah, um, no, that was not the case. So yeah, so I yeah, I I have no idea how this game's gonna go. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I I we I guess we called up Buddy Robinson, did we not? Former Flame, yeah, Buddy Robinson, yeah. Also, big tough guy. We still have Delorier and you know that whole bottom six that's very tough. I know we play with speed and our bottom six is still speedy, but there's there's still a lot of toughness down there. Um, and even if Getzlaff comes back, he's a pretty tough guy in yeah. the top six. So I don't know. It's I think hopefully we dress a little bit of a tougher team than we usually do because obviously that's how you have to play against Daryl Sutter teams, right? Um, I mean, the Ducks should know that by now. But Yeah, especially after playing the Kings for so many years too. Yeah, so I, I hope that we see a little bit more of that and maybe... I don't. I still want to play that fast game because that's our game, and I think that's when we do really well. But unfortunately, we do have to. Uh, this isn't how I want to word this, but it's what I have. Stoop to that level of playing just like an aggressive game. It, yeah, it, it's not the right way of putting it, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'd say realistically, honestly, these teams are they're built pretty similar. Just the play oh, yeah. styles are a little bit different, right? Calgary's really yep. good with. Um, stopping you in the neutral zone and that kind of thing. If Anaheim's able to break through that, they got a chance. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And yeah, I, I honestly, I think that's one of our, I don't know. It's not one of our skills. It's one of the things we've improved on is breaking through the neutral yeah. zone and, you know, getting the puck actually into the defensive zone rather yeah. than just dump and chase, like actually carrying it in. So I think if we can do that, we'll have a good chance. If not, we're fucked. We're yeah. talking like, <laughs> We're talking like five nothing loss, Oof. probably. All right, all right. <laughs> so. I'm not, I can't make. I'm not even gonna try to make a prediction That's on fine. this. Yeah. So my my realistic prediction, I think, I want to say three two Calgary. I don't. I hate predicting Calgary wins, but yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping because I tend to be very bad at predicting <laughs> hockey outcomes. That if I predict the Flames win, I'm actually wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> there you but go. That's. That's my guess if I had to say something, but like I said, I have no clue. So, um, do you want to talk about this Washington game or? Uh, we'll we'll get to that next episode, I think. Okay. So, sure. Um, okay, what's cracking then? I'm just pulling up the questions here that I forgot, so I just added that into the outline. Uh, we got two questions here. They're pretty easy questions, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we can get through them relatively quick. Okay. Uh, so we got this first one here from our buddy Chris at CJK Chell uh, on Twitter, who asks Sonny Milano, elite? Yes. Oh, that, that's the question. That's the okay. question. <laughs> yeah. Like with Trevor's Zegris and Ricard Raquel? Yes, absolutely. Yes, ab- yeah. So, yeah. Chris, you know I'm high on Sonny Milano. I, lo- I love the sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the, uh, I don't know, is there anything else that you want to add to that? Nope. <laughs> I, I did reply to it. Easy question, easy answer kind of thing. So uh, 
we got this one as well from uh, another friend of the show, Kevin McCarty at KevMac1213, who asks, at what point do we legitimately think playoffs? Are we there already? And I think I am. Uh, playoffs. I want to see a little bit more from this team. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could. I'm definitely feeling that. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see this next month. I think we'll kind of determine in my head if yeah. this team can be a playoff. Uh, so, excuse me, uh, playoff team. So yeah, I, I think if we right now we're at a five eighty-seven points percentage. If we can maintain that kind of just above five hundred, I think that puts us in a good position yeah. to stay in the playoffs. Um, the wild card looks like it's getting tougher because, um, I mean Nashville's kind of in and out of the wild card. San Jose and Dallas are currently in the wild card. Um, Vegas is sneaking up there, and you can never count Vegas out of that. Yeah. So, this game going with, on right now is really imperative, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they are, I mean, Vegas is getting all their guys back. Stone came back a few weeks ago, Patrietti came back last week. Eichel's gonna be back eventually. Yeah, so like March, April, it sounds like. So, yeah, like I, I, I'm not gonna count Vegas out until they are like. Until we get to the point where they have to go like twenty and two over the end of the season, if they yeah, want to make the playoffs, exactly. like if we hit that point, then I'm like, okay, probably not, probably not, but yeah, but if they're right there, they're probably going to make it in. They they're a very experienced team, which is weird because they're one of the newest, but like yeah, <laughs> just in terms of the actual players and like that they've made kind of deeper runs already, like they they know what they're doing. So yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, those are the two fan questions that we got. Um, cool. Got a couple of quick things for what's quacking. I also took one off as well, just to kind of see the time that we're at. Oh, sure. I want to catch some of this game, and I still got a shit ton of homework to do. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, all right, so <laughs> found this the other day. We're just, we're just going to give you some things to just blow your mind, all right? Just a okay. little bit. Okay. So I found this. So gorillas, all right? Just yes. gorillas. They're like Harambe. Yeah. You know, pray for them. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty massive animals, right? Like muscular. Like they're very strong, uh, strong beings. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, though, gorillas don't know any bodybuilding or powerlifting techniques. So we've probably never seen a gorilla at full strength. How terrifying is that thought? <laughs> That's pretty terrifying, honestly. Because like, they could easily just like pick you up and rip you in half. Yeah, exactly. Like, like just like Christmas cracker style, grab you from both ends and bang. Yep. That's it. <laughs> and it has the too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then candy falls out and like a little oh, God. Pink, pink tissue paper hat. And there's like a little joke that the gorilla can read <laughs> and laugh at. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. The other thing here is uh, this is comedian uh, Pete Holmes, and he's just talking about just things in the world with science and whatnot that just don't make fucking sense. So here you go. Enjoy. Nothing makes fucking sense. Life makes no sense. You're on a planet right now. You think you're in America? Zoom out. You're on a space rock floating in nothingness, infinite nothingness, and the infinite nothingness is expanding. That means endlessness is getting bigger. That makes no fucking sense. 
We all just act like it's normal. Like, oh, we're, everything's made of molecules. Okay. Got it. I'll never think about that again. This stool is made of molecules, the same molecules in my hand. And you know when I knock these molecules into these molecules, when we ask science, why don't they go through each other? You know what the answer is? We don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> He's got a point though, like with some of those, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, like we are on a, yeah, as he said, we are on a space rock floating through endless nothingness and the nothingness is getting bigger somehow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's mind blowing. The thing too, where like when you, you hit your hand on something, yeah. why doesn't it go through? Like if I drop this pen right now, I'm not going to, cause it's like a very, very nice pen and I need a pen. It's going to fall and it's going <laughs> to go through my floor and never be seen again. So how come that, those molecules can fall through each other, but my hand yeah. can't. It's yeah, dumb. Dunno. Makes no fucking sense. Makes no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what else I can find that just doesn't make any fucking sense kind of thing. I like I love those videos that are just like like the kind of the mind blowing ones are just things you don't think about kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, do it up. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now, obviously, but for yeah. next time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just absolutely I, I just like finding those things. So yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, that's all I got. I did yeah, I took out the one thing. Unless you want me to throw it in. Do we have time for it? Ah, yeah, sure. It's yeah, sure. okay. Yeah. So some people like may have already uh, uh, seen this specifically. I think it's hilarious, though. Uh, so also news today um, that Brendan Lemieux was suspended for five games from the LA Kings uh, for biting Matt, uh, Brady Kachuk's hand, yeah. which is wild. Yeah, like who bites somebody in a fight first of all Lemieux. uh excuse me but uh yeah but apparently these two have like a long history actually that goes back to them being like teenagers which i think is great mm. yeah and uh so brady kachuk had just gone off uh mm -hmm. about Lemieux after the game which and, is a hilarious read oh yeah it's it's so good look it up and uh and and read it for sure but to add to it um, somebody had put in a cameo request to have Gilbert Godfrey uh, <laughs> read the transcription of what Brady Kachuk said uh, at his press conference. Uh, so this is that, and just Godfrey's voice, perfect for this sort of this sort of stuff. Oh, so yeah. let's throw this up here. Chuck was furious. This is the one time I'm going to answer this. To, said Doc Chuck. It was the most gutless thing somebody could ever do. This guy, you can ask any one of his own teammates, nobody ever wants to play with him. This guy is a bad guy and a bad teammate. He focuses on himself all the time. This, the guy's just a joke. He shouldn't be in the league. The guy's gutless. No other team wants him. He's going to keep begging to be in the NHL. No other team is going to want him. He's an absolute joke. I can't even wrap my head around it. People don't even do this. He's just a bad guy. Takachuk didn't stop there either. It's outrageous. 
Kids don't even do that anymore. Babies do that. And I don't even know when he was uh, thinking. He just a uh, complete brickhead. He's got nothing up there. Bad guy, bad player. What a joke he is to Kajuk. <laughs> That's perfect. Gilbert Godfrey saying he's an absolute brickhead. I, I can't even do his voice. Like yeah, no, no. Nobody can top him, obviously. But like, no. He's an absolute brickhead. That has got to be one of the best chirps we have heard this season yeah. so far. <laughs> like, uh, oh, a, yeah. He's an absolute brickhead. <laughs> like, uh, just, it just feels like such a kachuk thing to say whether it's brady whether it's maddie whether it's uh keith it just sounds mm-hmm. like a kachuk thing right yeah absolutely <laughs> you know that the keith was out there like when matt and brady were kids and they were like they were like disturbing shit in the basement or whatever you know that he was calling them brickheads yeah <laughs> that's gotta be something i gotta add to my repertoire at this point but it even yeah. goes back to keith and claude Lemieux. Like this mm-hmm. whole rivalry, uh, I believe is the is it the ninety six or ninety eight uh, World Cup of Hockey that like those two fought in, like an international mm-hmm. competition, and yeah. those two fought. So, mm-hmm. oh man, yeah, but. I loved I loved him trying to <laughs> pronounce Kachuk, like Chuck Chuck Kachuk, yeah, like. And it was different it just like that every much single better. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That much better that like he has no idea what he's actually talking about. He's yeah. just like reading the <laughs> words. In, but in the NHL. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's like slowly reading it out. Yeah. It's perfect. It's it's so perfect. I'm yeah. glad that somebody did this. <laughs> Oh, Thank man. you to whoever put your hard working <laughs> money towards that. That was brilliant. You're yeah. you're making the world a better place with that. <laughs> Absolutely. He uh Gilbert here, he actually sounds like someone from Big Mouth. I I think it's the like Andrew's dad, he kind of sounds like. Oh, I can kind of hear that. Yeah. I, I looked it up because I was uh, he's not yeah, in Big Mouth, him, but, but no, it's it's not. Um, yeah. But it's it's very similar. So yeah, I do I do hear it's that funny. now that you say it. So which I gotta I gotta finish that new season. I I just haven't gotten a chance to. Oh, it's so good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, that's oh, we, yeah. Once you do, we got to talk about the last episode. Like, even just me yeah. and you, it's the last episode. Yeah, I, was say, is I don't so know good, how so. in depth we can really go about that show on yeah, here. Like, not we, at all. we can not get to all. some places, but I don't know if we can go that far. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, but yeah. All right, where can uh, where can they send you your Spider-Man theories, Nate? You can send them to me at Tate Nomas, T A T E N H O M A S. Do not spoil it for me, by the way, as well. Yeah, I know theories, we're a couple weeks theories. away. Yeah, theories. Don't spoil it for me because, you know, that just makes you a, an absolute brickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> do it. Don't. No. Just do Don't it. Don't do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of made it work. <laughs> yeah. Man, I got so many different ideas just for like after credits or with certain characters or something like that like just you can just make so many like meta jokes and what sorry i know we're trying to wrap this up but just like different meta jokes of like because like everybody's kind of getting put together it seems right because like you had Mm -hmm. uh like venom tossed over supposed like through that was at the end of venom 2 i guess Mm -hmm. um and uh but like you got like the two jk simmons j jonah jameson's together kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um 
I said it would be hilarious though, actually, um, was if the whole Venom thing was purely for hype. It would it would absolutely piss people off, but it would be brilliant to have like the after credit scene of Spider-Man. Let's like right show Venom go, like heading towards whatever the end battle is, right? And he's like so close, so close, and then he gets sent back to his own universe. And he just yeah, they never actually like meet or anything like that. <laughs> I think I think that'd be hilarious. Just like it would, like, it would piss so many people off of like we didn't get actually get to see that. Mm-hmm. But it'd be so funny as well because it'd just be purely for hype and a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, we got all this like anticipation. We're gonna have Tom Hardy's Venom and Tom Holland's uh, Spider Man. And nope, not at all. Thanks so. <laughs> though. It's the equivalent of uh, uh, what's his fucking name. Oh my god, why am I blanking? Evan Peters is showing up in WandaVision. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's the Ralph Boner thing. Yeah. I would I would absolutely love it. I think it would be hilarious. I would not I would not be mad personally. I think it'd be yeah. so funny. So but yeah. Um so yeah, you can uh yes. you can tell <laughs> Nate all about his good ideas at yeah. his handle. Maybe more theories, maybe more yeah. stupid meta jokes that they can have in the movies. If okay, but that meme though of like the three Spider Men pointing at each other, if or like the I guess the two originally because uh, yeah. from the sixties uh, cartoon, if they don't have that, like I know they technically did that in Spider-Man. that's a swing and a miss, yeah. But if they don't do something like that, I that that's a missed opportunity. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can also engage with him at Quack Report Pod. I'm playing the music so you can't say anything else. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> you can engage with me at Carter underscore Pods, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. Thank you guys very much for listening. Let's go, Ducks, and we will see you guys on Monday. Oh, wait, what about this thing?